Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We're in our 20th year on Voice America and very happy to be here and interview amazing people that help you turn your problems into solutions and your conflicts and challenges into opportunities. And today's no exception. We have an amazing guest. I've had him on the program in past years, Um, Bill Eddy, LCSW, and he is a high conflict. He's the author or he is the co-founder of High Conflict Institute, and he's the chief innovation officer. He pioneered the High Conflict Personality Theory, HCP, and he's become an expert on managing disputes involving people with high conflict personalities. He was the senior family mediator at the National Conflict Resolution Center for 15 years, a certified family law specialist lawyer representing clients in family court for 15 years, and a licensed clinical social worker therapist with 12 years experience. He serves on the faculty of the Strauss Institute for Dispute Resolution at the Pepperdine University School of Law in California, and is a conjoint, and, and is a conjoint associate professor with the University of Newcastle Law school in Australia. Bill has been a keynote speaker and trainer in over 30 United States and 10 countries. In addition to authoring over 20 books, he writes a popular blog on psychology today, uh, .com with over 5 million views. And welcome back uh, welcome back to our program again, Bill, and I know the name of your new book is EAR Calming, well, calming upset people with EAR, how statements showing empathy, attention, and respect can quickly diffuse a conflict. Welcome. Thanks so much, Patricia. I'm glad to be on again. Uh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So EAR, uh, I know it stands for empathy, attention, and respect, but let's talk a little bit more about that, what it stands for and how you developed it. Yeah, so it really is stands for ear statement, making a statement that shows empathy, attention, and respect. And mm-hmm. it can be just one sentence, a sentence of empathy, like sometimes I feel that way too, or I hear your frustration, or I can understand your worries about this, or attention, like I'll pay attention, tell me more, or mm-hmm. respect. I really respect your efforts on this issue or your commitment to solving this problem, something that includes the word respect. So an ear statement gives to the other person empathy, attention, or respect in a very brief statement. Within 30 seconds, often people are calming down because they feel like you're really focused on them rather than defending yourself. So ear statement is really what the technique is, and it's really very simple. It just takes practice. Well, it's really empathetic listening, isn't it? Where you, and, and using I statements where you're not, you're not blaming someone and saying you, but you're also listening from their point of view. Yes, and what it is is, is just kind of a fuller expression of that to the other person. You know, I hear you. 
So it isn't just listening, it's letting them know, I hear you and I, I, I can understand that that's so frustrating or I, I can mm-hmm. see how worried you are or mm-hmm. something. So it's, it's more, it's giving them really your empathy, your attention, your respect. So it's not just reflecting back um, what they're saying. So it sounds very simple and, and easy. Why is it so hard to do? Why don't people well, do just, it more, Bill? <laughs> it's just the opposite of what you feel like doing. So yes. you, you feel yes. like uh, yelling Screaming. at the person. Right. And now, <laughs> right. now yeah. I'm saying, say something that shows empathy to this <laughs> jerk. You want me to show empathy to this jerk? Right. <laughs> and and right. so you really That's have true. to shift your brain away from defending and arguing to connecting. And the reality is you can with practice. I've had 15 years to practice it now, so it's pretty easy for me. But I'm still not perfect. Every once in a while I get emotionally hooked and I start going, what do you mean? And then I go, oh, oh, I have to respect what you're saying. Okay, okay, I hear you. You You can shift yourself. Yeah, Bill, was this hard for you to do when you were in practice in family court and family law? Was it harder then? Well, it, or, it, it got better, um, especially talking to my own clients who I could see were worried. Maybe they'd say, Bill, this isn't going to work out. And I said, I can see your worries about this. Here's what we can do. Here's what may happen. Um, but dealing with someone who's like really angry with me, sometimes a client, sometimes a lawyer on the other side, especially yeah. if I don't respect them because I think that they're really antisocial or something. And to have to try to go, yeah, I respect your concern about that on behalf of your client. And yet I've calmed down high conflict lawyers on the other side. And so it, I'd say it, it got easier with time, um, but definitely the hardest is when somebody's in your face angry. Um, and, of course, I want to say, if you're in a dangerous situation, get out of the situation if right. you can. Right. But otherwise, give them an air statement, and 90% of the time the person calms down. I love the EAR because it's listening, right? EAR, EAR stands for really listening with your ears. So um, it's, it's a great acronym. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. it really, the thing is to listen and then give your ear statement. That's the key right. is your statement. Right, right. Not just jump in. Right. How do we yes. avoid catching other people's strong emotions? Well, and I put this at the beginning of the book, is that emotions are contagious, and a lot of people don't think about that. But once I learned that, I became so much more aware of how other people's emotions could hook me. And this is especially true with anger. So if someone gets angry at you, your amygdala in your brain and the mirror neurons in your brain get ready to be angry right back at them. And almost before you're conscious of it. But, as I explain in the book, you can override that. Your prefrontal cortex, that's kind of the control center and the part that's the most rational, can override that and say, wait a minute, this isn't a time to get angry. This is a time for an ear statement. And so you can kind of Mm -hmm. shift your own brain response 
And with more practice, you get better at that. In fact, they say that that's a lot of what adolescence is all about, is figuring out what's a crisis to just react to and what's a problem to solve and calming yourself and solving the problem. So you can rewire your brain a little bit with practice, just like an Olympic athlete. You know, if you do it 10,000 times, it gets more automatic. Right. But here's my question. I'm going to throw out the hard one, and that is you use all these, you have all these, but let's say somebody has really triggered you. You know, they've said something to you that was very painful to remind you of the way your mother or your father talked to you or the way the bully talked to you when you were 10. And it's it. how do you handle that when it, like, it like stabs you emotionally? And it, it's, how do you talk about that? Because some people don't really react or fight. They just go inside. They'll implode. And so right. how do you handle that? I think the key is your self-talk. And you can actually give yourself your statements. So what I've learned over the years, my favorite self-talk statement is, Bill, it's not about you. It's really about them. And so when the person is like red-faced angry at me, I remind myself, this person has a problem. They can't control their anger. This isn't Mm -hmm. about me. This is about them having a problem. And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to give them an ear statement. And it's mm-hmm. over the years, it's become much more automatic. Um, even even if it, for a moment I'm hooked, and then I'm like, okay, I, I got to remember, it's not about me. They're having a problem over there, and mm-hmm. and I'm often with high conflict people. They don't know I exist. They're just venting. It's just right. their own stuff, and they can't manage it. And here it comes. Right. And usually those high conflict people uh, are very aggressive people, correct? We call them like Sherman tanks or bulldozers, right? Yep. Very aggressive and adversarial. They see everybody as uh, an adversary they have to win against. And And they get off on that, right? So if you fight with them, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a fight. Yes. And and I think if people could realize that, you're actually making, with a high-conflict person, now you're in their territory. And so right. if you're emotional and you're floundering around or you're angry and resentful, how can you say such a thing? You're on their, their turf and they're going to win because they're better at that than everybody right. else. So try not to emotionally respond like that because it's satisfying and it encourages them. Yeah, and it's as you said, and they're good at it. That's why they keep doing it, because they, you know, it's worked for them. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are talking to Bill Eddy, and his brand new book is "Calming Upset People" with EAR. EAR, our statement showing empathy, attention, and respect, and how that can quickly diffuse a conflict. And uh, we'll be back with with, uh, Bill very soon. I'll just give you the broad brush. He's done so much, but he is a former attorney, LSCW uh, licensed social worker, and he is High Conflict Institute's co-founder and chief innovation officer. And he pioneered the high conflict personality theory and has become an expert 
on managing disputes involving people with high conflict personalities. So if you're dealing with someone at work or at home that, you know, is very aggressive, that um, is blaming and shaming and yelling and screaming, um, really do listen and also get a copy of Bill's book. He's written many books, but this one really will help you, again, calm an upset person with EAR, how statements showing empathy, attention, and respect can quickly diffuse conflict. All right, we'll be back with Bill Eddy right after the break, right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Bravehearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Tune in every week for Voices for the New Age with Juno Botan and Steve Sokolow. If you're looking for cutting-edge ways to improve your well-being as well as explore personal growth and empowerment, you won't want to miss a single episode of this show. Along with guests from different professions, such as authors, healers, and much more, you'll get an exclusive astrological forecast from Juna and wise leadership tips from Steve. Listen Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back with Bill Eddy, who is a licensed social worker and an attorney. And he is High Conflict Institute's co-founder and chief innovation officer. He pioneered the High Conflict Personality Theory, HCP, and has become an expert on managing disputes involving people people with high conflict personalities and there's so much um, about Bill that you can certainly look up he writes a popular blog on psychologytoday.com with over 5 million views and in this interview today we're talking about his brand new book which is Calming Upset People with EAR and that is how statements showing empathy, attention and respect can quickly 
diffuse a conflict. Welcome back, Bill. Thanks so much, Patricia. All right. I would read your whole bio, but it's so long and lengthy and so impressive. And (laughs) so we want to get to the the content here. Um, But, yes, you've done so much. You're really an expert. You've been an attorney in these kinds of cases, and you've dealt with many people with these, you know, high-conflict personalities who get upset easily. So how are these statements that you call EAR, which, again, empathy, attention, and respect – how, when using these statements, how is that different from reflective and asking, you know, active listening that many counselors use? Well, first of all, reflective or active listening are good skills to have uh, because you help repeat back what you've heard someone say, including the emotion with it, so they know you've heard them. The difference with ear statements is it just does that and goes beyond by giving your empathy and saying, you know, I hear how frustrated you are. Um, mm-hmm. I can understand how you're worried about how this is going. Um, or I'll pay attention, tell me more. Or giving them your respect. I really respect how hard you're working on this. So it isn't just saying, I hear you're angry at me. It's saying, I hear what's underneath the anger. And I want to help or I respect you. Somehow giving more of yourself so the person feels like, hey, this person's with me, not against me. Mm-hmm. Mm. But what do you do with those very aggressive people who just you know, want to pick a fight? How do you well, calm the temperature down? Yeah, and, and a lot of those what we call high-conflict people are why we've developed a lot of the methods we have, like ear statements. The idea is that they have more emotion dysregulation. They have a harder time managing their emotions. So it may not be that they enjoy picking a fight, but that it's familiar to them. And Mm -hmm. so they want to go, if I can get you fighting with me, then we're in familiar territory. Mm -hmm. And the key, I think, especially using ear statements, is to go underneath the anger is like, are they worried about something or do they feel like they were treated disrespectfully? And so you're, you're not engaging in the fight. If you think of it, they're coming at you with negative emotions. Right. And what you're going to try to do is respond with positive emotions. Right. And you can do that. It's like, judo or jujitsu where you take the energy coming at you and you spin it around and send it back going in the other direction and Mm. so it's meeting negative statements with positive statements yeah very good really excellent so having said what you just said using those positive statements then how do those ear statements the empathy the attention the respect how do those transform conscientious relationships well they or really contentious help I'm, I'm sorry I said that wrong oh. <laughs> how do you transform a relationship well obviously it's conscientious because you're in it but contentious so yeah. that it's it's you know and you were just talking about that about if somebody's very contentious or very angry or resentful um, I think you kind of answered that already and yeah and that, that this can 
This can work like in a couple relationship. You're having a fight or an argument. Either person can turn it around. Or this could be at, at work, you know, and someone works nearby and they're angry and frustrated. And you can go, I can see you're worried about the deadline coming up. I know that's frustrating and let's look at what we can do. So you, you're turning it around. That's the key is that you can turn it around at any time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But again, as you said, this is not our natural mode of reacting, so we really have to practice. It's exactly. just it's, It doesn't necessarily and come easy until we've done it a hundred times, right? Yes. Yeah, it's worth a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think of it, I always like to say like the Olympic athletes, Um, that they practice and practice and practice. If you practice this, which I've done a lot of over the last 15 years, it's hard to think of a day that goes by at work where I don't use maybe at least a dozen ear statements Mm -hmm. because things come up and I work in a high-conflict field like with two Mm -hmm. people in mediation and one or both of them might be high-conflict. They're saying angry Mm -hmm. things and I can... I got to remember, okay, your statements all around here, uh, calm the temperature down. And what's amazing is it works. People go, well, that'll never work. And I I used to wonder, and now I see it working all the time. So Mm, I know it works at least 90% of the time. And I think that was my next question is, do these statements always work to calm people down? Well, it's, I'd say about 90% of the time. And we've done this with people all over the world. Uh, We do trainings um, throughout the U.S., uh, Canada, uh, some in Europe, uh, even South Africa and Australia and New Zealand. And it's really people aren't that different um, everywhere. And when they get upset, they need and want some empathy, attention, and respect. And when you give that to them, it calms them down. But there are times when people, especially high-conflict people, um, are really committed to their anger, and yeah. there's nothing going to stop it for a while. And that's where you might give them, like, two ear statements and then go, okay, I think we should talk again later. So I got to go. Right. I got a project I got to work on and get out of right. the conversation at that point. Right. Or do you ever stop the person and just say, wait a minute, and then and state your point of view calmly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think to state your point of view calmly and have it work with them is you have to also connect with them. So you can say, yes. tell me your point of view. I want to understand, and then I'll tell you mine. Because mm-hmm. usually what we do is we make it about us and say, well, here's my point of view. You have to understand my point of view. And the person's like, they're not going to understand because you didn't even attempt to listen to them. You have to listen to them first, and then they're more likely to listen to you. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about one that I think is very current and really not easy. And I've had to do this, so I'd I'd love to get your comment. How do you use these statements when you are in a very polarizing political discussion with someone who's absolutely on one side and the other person's absolutely on the other side? 
Well, here's the thing. You can really connect with people even after even having big political differences. And in general, it's easier for us to to disregard and disrespect people at a distance than it is people right near to us. So if we're standing and talking face-to-face or a phone call or on Zoom or some other platform, is connect with them and let them know that you um, hear their concerns and that you share some of their concerns. Maybe you're also worried about an issue. You just have a different solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. And so that calmly connecting really can lower the temperature enough. And now you want to hear my point of view. And right. often they're more ready for that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true because when, um, people can be, and you know this, we've heard this during this whole thing in the last year, people have lost friendships over this. Yes, and really sadly unnecessarily, I think. Uh, that's why I hope to help calm the temperature down a little bit, is at either time you can say, look, you know, you're my friend and I value our friendship and we disagree on this issue and that's okay. Um, Because what happens when you have a discussion with someone on the opposite side of a political issue is they're not hearing what you're saying but they're hearing how they how you make them feel. Absolutely. And if you end the conversation with respect, they're more likely to think about the other stuff you said than if you have a, you know, forget you kind of response and they're going to go, well, forget you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so by connecting, and, and I mention in the book two examples. One where... Uh, a university got 500 people together from around the country representing all the different geographic areas, uh, political points of view, income levels, Republican, Democrat, all of that. And they had them spend a weekend in a hotel talking in small groups and I guess one-to-one about political issues. But they didn't have labels on the issues. They just said, let's talk about, like, Social Security and what your concerns and and points of view are. And people's positions softened. They didn't didn't convince each other, but they didn't see each other as an evil enemy. And Mm -hmm. some of them developed friendships. And then there was another thing. There was a group of uh, liberal Jewish Uh, people from a synagogue in New York City got together with a group of conservative Republican uh, uh, prison guards in Michigan, in a city that had a big uh, state prison. And so the liberal conservative, and somehow they got linked together and people from each community went to visit, like for a long weekend, in the other's community. They had dinner in their homes, they slept in their guest rooms and did all of that, and they really liked each other, even though they still held their political beliefs. Mm-hmm. So the, the theme here is you can connect, especially in a one-to-one and small group way, with people regardless of political differences, mm-hmm. and ear right. can help you do that. 
All right. We're, and on that note, we're going to take a break. My guest is Bill Eddy, an LCSW licensed social worker. He's an attorney. Uh, his High Conflict Institute's co-founder and chief innovation officer, and he pioneered the high conflict personality theory and has become an expert on managing disputes involving people with high conflict personalities. His blog is on Psychology Today, which has over 5 million views, and we're talking about his new book called Calming Upset People with EAR, How Statements Showing Empathy, Attention, and Respect Can Quickly Diffuse a Conflict. And we'll be back with Bill Eddy right after the break, right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. My guest is Bill Eddy, licensed social worker and Esquire, uh, an attorney. Uh, he is the co-founder and chief innovation officer of High Conflict Institute. Um, he writes a popular blog on psychology today. Um, he has become an expert on managing disputes involving people with high conflict personalities. 
And his brand new book is called Calming Upset People with Ear, How, and that's E-A-R, How Statements Showing Empathy, Attention, and Respect Can Quickly Diffuse a Conflict. All right. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about how would we use an ear statement on ourselves, you know, if... um, Mm -hmm. You know, we're trying to practice this and learn it. What would you suggest? Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. I put that near the end of the book. Is the idea that you can really calm yourself if you're upset about something? Is stop and remember, give yourself some empathy or some attention or some respect, um, and encouraging statements. Uh, can help, like you're good at bouncing back from bad situations, or it's not about you, it's about the other person. So if they're having an upset, um, you know, I like that saying that someone else's lack of planning does not create my emergency. And the same thing is somebody else's upset does not create mine. And so you can calm yourself. But in general, some people put post-it stickies on the the mirror in the bathroom that says something Mm -hmm. like, remember today, it's not about you, it's about them. Mm -hmm. And that that can really help calm yourself, I think, so you don't have to feel defensive. Um, And that's getting easier over time for me. It's not perfect at it yet, but after 15 years of this, most of the time when someone attacks me, uh, I can go, wow, looks like you're worried about how this is going to turn out or you're frustrated by this process or whatever it is instead of going, wait a minute, you're the idiot, I'm not the idiot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can you share a story in your book about, you know, someone who's used EAR or ER successfully? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. We have here, we have family situations, we have workplace situations, neighbor situations, political conflicts, strangers, etc. So I'll give you one about a, uh, a story, really about someone that uh, consulted with me for uh, a workplace. And so what it was, and and in the book I say her name's Lori. Her name was something else, but but we'll call her Lori. And she says, the boss criticizes me when she sees me. And what it was is she had worked there for a long time and had a year to go before retirement, and the manager and her unit had changed, and the new manager was picking on her kind of made her uh, their target. So she says, the boss criticizes me when she sees me. So when I come to work, I try to sneak past her office into my own office and shut the door. But I know this isn't a long-term solution. I try to change jobs, but I'm just a year away from full retirement. I just want to hang on, but without the harassment. So what I suggested is, why don't you do the opposite? Instead of trying to hide from her, boss is a woman, hide from her in the morning, go up to her office door and say, hey, how was your weekend? Or I respect that that uh, that uh, presentation you gave us on Friday. That was really helpful. And by the way, you don't have to use the word respect. You could say that was a really good presentation. And she said after a month, 
that um, she had become the boss's favorite. And now the boss was picking on somebody else. So she gave uh, somebody else one of my books. Um, but the idea is that you can really calm down a high-conflict person, even in the workplace, even if they're your boss, um, find a way to give them ear statements. So that's a, an example there. I can also read you a couple dialogues, like between a divorced divorced parents, for example. Mm. Yes. Why, why don't you share one? That was a good work one. Yeah, per- personal one would be great. Okay. So here's one. So divorced parents, they Andrea and Tyler, and they have a son named Joey. So Andrea says, uh, I guess phone call, calls up Tyler and says, we have to get Joey registered and paid up before the end of the week when registration closes for the soccer team. I don't mean to surprise you, but I just found out they moved up the registration deadline from last year. Otherwise, he'll miss out. I need your agreement right away, and I'll need your half payment right away. It's a total of $350, so yours is 175 Games are on the weekend, and practices are Tuesdays and Thursdays, so it shouldn't affect your time with him. I respect your relationship with him and wouldn't want this to interfere. Tyler says, wait a minute, Andrea. Who says Joey's playing soccer in your neighborhood? I'm his father, and I'm thinking of being a coach on the team in my neighborhood this year. You know, mm-hmm. give me a day to find out when our registration deadline is. Okay. So it's heated. But now Andrea switches to ear statements. She says, well, that catches me by surprise. I mean, I can see how that could be important to you for father-son bonding. But are you sure you want to take that on? You were saying how you've been swamped at work. Tell me more about what your picture is of how this would work. Weren't yeah. you working late on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Mm-hmm. And he says, I have more control over my time now so I can get off. Like I said, I need to look into it. Uh, but thanks for asking how I might make it work. Just give me a day. I understand the time pressure you're under. So they both end up giving each other ear statements. They respect yes. the time, et cetera. Yes. And so either, par- either person in a conversation can turn it around. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good one. A very good one. Um, what do you say to people, Bill, and I get this a lot when I do webinars, who are afraid to speak up to the leader or to the boss? They have something to say. They're afraid they'll be criticized. They're afraid they won't be understood. But, you know, I mean, they're, they're having issues, whether they feel not valued or whatever it is. Um, what, what would you suggest there? Well, I would lead with an ear statement. And say something like, you know, I appreciate that you've included me on the team or this project, um, and and I have a concern um, and a suggestion. Because I always believe, and this is kind of separate from ear, but you can include an ear statement with this. I always believe if you give tell someone about a problem, that you want to make a suggested solution or proposal for how it could be solved. So if you focus on here's what I think we could do or here's my suggestion or here's some options, but start out by saying I appreciate something or I respect something. 
So that way, you're, like your ear statement helps you feel connected, and then you're more likely to work together on solving the problem. Mm, yeah, very good advice. Now, in your book, uh, you have suggestions, stories and suggestions of ear statements. Yeah, so I've got, I think, 27 conversations, and I have them going badly, and then turn around one or both people turning them into ear statements. So examples of words you can use. Now, a couple of the chapters, I I tell stories more like the story of the political differences and Mm. the the liberal conservative groups. So I don't have the Mm. dialogue because I wasn't witness to those, but the fact that they connected. Um, But mostly I give these dialogues and people say they really appreciate having words they can use. Hmm. Now, do you teach this in colleges or give webinars or workshops? I teach this in trainings, primarily started out teaching this to legal professionals because I was a social worker, clinical social worker, and became a lawyer. So I would teach lawyers, judges, mediators, and counselors. Um, But then we started teaching it more to workplace professionals, human resources, um, managers. Um, But now putting the book out, we're really wanting to teach the general public. And I specifically hope that college students and even high school students uh, will get taught this method. Because like thinking of high school students, they have so many years ahead of them that this could help them save a lot of conflicts. Um, with, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends, teachers, bosses, etc. And if, if they can learn ear statements, they're going to do really, be- really well in job interviews because they're going to be able to say, I really appreciate this company's reputation. I really respect it. Or I want to hear what you're looking for. I'll pay attention. Um, or if it's difficult work, to say, I have a lot of empathy for how difficult this work is, and I'm very impressed by your company. Mm. So high school, high school yeah. and college would just be really great for me. So I, I hope that if people are, have kids, um, that they teach their kids this method, too. Excellent. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more to Bill Eddy about his brand-new book, And his brand new book is called Ear, but before that, Calming Upset People with Ear, E-A-R, How Statements Showing Empathy, Attention, and Respect Can Quickly Diffuse a Conflict. And Bill Eddy is High Conflicts Institute co-founder and chief innovation officer. He's written many books. He writes a popular blog on psychologytoday.com with over 5 million views. He's both an attorney and a social worker. Um, He's been a mediator, he's been a a certified family law specialist, and really has dealt with thousands of these um, cases and high-conflict personalities. So when we come back in our final segment today, we'll talk about um, really kind of the meaning behind the book and how you can get some more help, and we'll share some more stories about here, again, which is how statements of empathy, attention, and respect can quickly diffuse a conflict. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com are you looking for ways to make your business and your life better maybe it's time to think outside the box host elsa palmer odin and her guests help you to rethink the way you approach challenges and strategies to get yourself on the right track it's about business it's about investing it's about personal assistance and automation but most importantly it's about taking control of your life for the better outside the box with elsa can be heard fridays at 8 p.m eastern time 5 p.m pacific on the voice america variety channel Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Making Action Happen, hosted by Sarah Blackhurst and Brian McCain. The program takes you inside Action 22, a Colorado-based community outreach organization established in 1999. The show focuses on public policies, both politically driven or not, which have ongoing and immediate impact on the Colorado community and the world. It doesn't matter where you are, you can make action happen. Listen Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are back with my amazing guest, Bill Eddy who is an attorney and a social worker and co-founder and chief innovation officer uh, at High Conflict Institute. He also pioneered the high conflict personality theory, and he's become an expert on managing disputes involving people with high conflict personalities. He was a senior family mediator at the National Conflict Institute Resolution Center for 15 years, a certified family law specialist lawyer, representing clients and family courts for 15 years, and a licensed clinical social worker therapist with 12 years experience. He serves on the faculty of the Strauss Institute for Dispute Resolution at Pepperdine University School of Law in California, and he's a conjoint associate professor at the New Castle Law School of Law in Australia. He's been the keynote speaker and trainer in over 30 United States and 10 countries. And again, uh, after authoring 20 books or over 20 books, he writes the popular blog on psychology today with 5 million viewers. And his brand new book is Calming Upset People with Ear, How Statements Showing Empathy, Attention, and Respect can quickly diffuse a conflict. Welcome back, Bill. Thanks so much. 
All right. So I know during the break you told me you had a couple of very amazing stories of people in dangerous, very high conflict situations that used ear statements, and it it really helped them. It changed everything. So share. Yeah. I know you said one was a person was at gunpoint. So share that one. Yeah. So that was amazing. This is a true story. It happened about 10, 12 years ago. And there's a woman named Ashley, and she was moving into a new apartment at night, moving her stuff in, and she had just vaguely heard on the radio that there was an escaped prisoner who had shot and killed three people at court that morning. This was uh, outside of Atlanta. And she was just vaguely aware of it, wasn't thinking about it. And this guy shows up at her apartment, holds a gun to her head, I guess, and goes into her apartment with her and holds her hostage Mm. for about eight hours. Mm. But during those eight hours, she she gives him a lot of empathy, uh, attention, of course, listens to him. Uh, respect for difficult situations he's been through. They both have a young child. She has a five-year-old daughter. He has a three-year-old son. And they get talking about all of this. And they also got talking about the Bible and were connecting around religion. But a lot of it seemed to be that she was empathizing with him. He seemed to feel that and calm down. Um, that she found things to respect about him. And by the morning, she convinced him to let her go and also to turn himself in. Uh, Mm -hmm. She said, I don't want to see anything happen to you. You've got a son. You need to be able to be alive for him. Um, And they talked about what what his purpose was in life. And she was saying, "You you can talk to people in prison about your beliefs in God, etc. And she really helped him feel respected, that there was a place for him in the universe, and even though it would be in prison, that he could still be alive and have his son's relationship. So I, I think she really used ear statements and was very effective. And I think this was on the news at some point. Yes, it, it was. And she... she has told her story. She wrote a book. That's how I heard about this. I read her book. Um, and I think at some point there was a made-for-TV movie about this story. I don't remember the name of it, but her name was Ashley Smith, if anybody wants to yeah. look her up. Yeah, um, I remember seeing this. I remember seeing, I mean, I don't remember the details, but I remember seeing this on a news story years ago. Yeah, pretty amazing, amazing. And I think you had another story, too, about people in a grocery store. Yeah, so this is an example of the mask versus no mask debate. So we have and, and by the way, Bill, we've got, three minute, we've got three minutes left, so we'll just have to make this story oh. shorter. Okay, because I'll I, just make I really, I really want to find out from you who you think might benefit most from your book, and probably you'll say everybody, but do, do yeah. share that story briefly. Okay, so, so the person wearing the mask says, don't come near me and my child. You should be wearing a mask. 
And the person without a mask says, don't tell me what I have to do. I don't have to wear a mask if I don't want to. Because, besides, it's abusive for you to require your child to wear a mask. You should remove that at once. And then the mask wearer shifts and says, okay, look, I respect your right to not wear a mask. Just give me a minute to get my cereal and I'll back up. Or the person without the mask could say, actually, the law allows me to decide for myself. However, I respect your right to wear a mask. Can you just let me in here for a second to get a box of cereal? Then I'll back up. So they turned into problem solving instead of a big conflict and connect with each other. Absolutely. So having said that, who would benefit from your book? And my answer to that is everyone. <laughs> That's, I think so, actually, because I think in every culture, you have this, this kind of situation. There's high-conflict people in every culture, and there's just conflict in every culture. Uh, but I'm especially hoping that people in the workplace, uh, people who've gone through a divorce, they have a difficult relationship afterwards, this helps calm that. And I hope that people in college and even people in high school will find that they can learn this tool and use this tool And I have examples that I think would appeal to everybody. I have 27 examples of conversations, and people can gain confidence by learning words they can use. So I think anyone can benefit, and I I think it can calm, hopefully, the larger conversation, which is so negative Mm -hmm. these days. I want to put some positive energy. Absolutely. And how do they find the book and find you? They can get the book anywhere. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, independent bookstores can order it. And then we have our website, highconflictinstitute.com. That's www.highconflictinstitute.com. We have books. We have videos. We have uh, articles, okay. free articles, yeah. consultation training, and everything. Thank you so much, Bill. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you on the program. Bill Eddy. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Stand the line for a minute. Calming Upset People with EA with Ear is the name of his book, How Statements Showing Empathy, Respect, and Attention Can Quickly Diffuse a Conflict. Folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. You can find me and get a copy of my newsletter, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources. And if you're looking to do your own podcast, I help people put them together. And that's Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.